and it's gotta be Do I believe in the tooth fairy? No. Do I believe in views from a different side? Absolutely freaking yes. This is Color Commentary where we're going to be talking about Mile 22 today. First of all, we're going to be bringing on a guy who has tendered his resignation from the U.S. government. He is now performing a higher form of American service. Let's bring on Mr. Danny J. Quick. Hello, sir. You know who it is. It's your boy, Danny J. Quick. I'm excited about this movie. You know, Mark Wahlberg is one of my favorite uh, actors of all time. I mean, he's not a great actor, but he makes good movies. He, he at least is entertaining. And yes, I have tendered my resignation. I am serving a higher cause now. I am a ghost, uh, as they say. Um, but uh, I guess, you know, I'm fulfilling my, my role as a contrarian again, because uh, we had a little conversation and my co-host here, they feel a certain way about the show and I feel the other way about it. So, here we go. Let's do it, man. I'm ready. Let's go. Danny, you're chaos. But you know what? I might be a little bit worse. Gotta have them quick cuts. I don't have editing capabilities, so this is this <laughs> this is my editing real fast. <laughs> Our second contact is male, five foot seven, thirty-one. Uh, black colored shirt. His name is Charlie Chuck Taylor. Hello, sir. Bring it on in. And I, I am five ten, sir. Five ten. Oh, there you go. Yeah, not five seven. I thought you were five six. I was trying to give you a little, little benefit of the doubt. Sure my bad. A lot. Five ten. Five ten. Anyways, it's 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 been a great day. Great day. I'm ready to review this movie. Chuck Taylor here. KFH party easy. Uh, I'm a big Mark Wahlberg fan as well. I like him in almost all his movies. This one, not so much. And uh, I will get to why I didn't like him <laughs> on the uh, how this failed. So get ready for that. Let's go. All right. We are Oscar Mike. Let's go ahead and talk right. about this is my gun here. This is my weapon. We're Oscar <laughs> Mike. We are Oscar Mike. Danny, let's talk about uh, how this movie won. For the next four minutes, you are Yo-Yo. I'm Yo-Yo? What does that even mean? Yo-Yo. Yo, come on, man. You, this is military jargon. You are oh, supposed you? to know what yo-yo means. It's I got jargon Oscar. from the movie. I Run got Oscar Mike. I don't, I don't know what yo-yo is, though. But anyway. You are on your own. <laughs> okay. Okay. okay I got it. <laughs> um, how did the movie succeed? I, man, like, I liked it, man. Uh, the actions. This is, this is my whole thing. If you know me, you know I have expectations. And when I have low expectations of movies, I end up enjoying them. Then that's just, you know, that's just how it happens. I had really low expectations of this movie. I didn't expect it to be good at all. I didn't expect to be uh, thrilled about it. I didn't expect to even want to watch it all the way through to the end. But Mark Wahlberg played a different kind of character. He had, uh, he was, you know, on the spectrum. I'm, I'm assuming that they're trying to say that he, you know, was a, a, a special kid. You know, they, how they say your mind, his mind moves faster. He's got the, the rubber bands, you know, for pain. And, uh, you know, he was talking 100 miles a minute. So um, I enjoyed his character. And um, the guy uh, from 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 the raid movies, uh, his, this dude was awesome. I might be a little racist. I think I might be a little racist because as soon as I saw this dude, I was like, I want to see this dude do some karate moves 
or something. Uh, as soon as, <laughs> as soon as we had the boy locked up in the in the nurse in the nurses room or whatever when he was getting checked out, I was like, "Yo, I hope this dude kicks somebody's butt because he looks like he can do some karate." And if that makes me racist, if that makes me racist, I apologize. But that's just how I felt at the time. And he did not disappoint. His his scenes were some of the best ones in the movies. Um, mm. The the editing in the movie was consistent. I'll say. Um, <laughs> it's just yeah. <a> trash. <laughs> <laughs> they they did they they kept the movie fast paced. They um they they kept with the themes of the movie, um the intelligence and not knowing who you can trust, and these guys being elite and and doing what it takes no matter what and making quick decisions. They did that. That stuff they did. Um, and the editing, you know, mirrored that they shot back and forth to different things. You didn't know if you were in the past or the present or if you were in the future. You didn't know which team you were looking at. You you might have one character for a second and then that character be gone. Uh, Ronda Rousey, her death was was spectacular. You know, I wasn't expecting her to die because she, you know, she's Ronda Rousey. I was like, she's probably going to make it through. But she didn't. Spoiler alert. Nope. She, she got destroyed. And, uh, you know, <laughs> that shocked me. Uh, cause you know, I was kind of, I mean, she didn't do much in the movie, but you know, I like seeing Ronda Rousey on, on film. So, you know, um, and then, you know, your boy, him, I guess, you know, going back for breaking, breaking those rules. Cause they, they'd left everybody else behind. I figured when they got set, when he got separated from the other girl, who's was going to leave her behind too, but he didn't, they went back and, um, mm -hmm. they did get me with the, the triple agent, uh, the triple agent thing. Um, I knew I had it in my mind when he was doing the finger thing. I was like, "This is something going on with this dude. I don't know what this finger stuff is that he's doing, but it's something going on with him." But you know, they did get me to trust him. You know, when he went and, and tried to help save your girl, and then when he said, uh, "Say hello to your mom for me," for uh, make sure you say hello to your mom. I was like, "I don't know what that means, but that was not good." So <laughs> you said it all about the what Matt Payne. That's when he was playing Max Payne. I think that's what that came oh, yeah? from. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah. So they got me with that, and you know the fast. I think the fast pace of the movie um, trick got got me. You know, in the moment, it didn't let me think too much about you know the characters and their backgrounds or whatever. So they they succeeded with what they were trying to do. So for that, I'll say I enjoyed it. Uh, what about you, Chuck? Let's let's hear the one or two things that you liked about the movie. <laughs> uh, that's, that's yeah. There's probably gonna be one, maybe one, maybe one and a half. Um, I did like to see that everybody seemed to be trained on how to shoot. Um, mm -hmm. they did a great job with. Um, you know, they look like they were professional assassins or you know militarily military trained. Um, at least mm -hmm. uh, so it looks like everybody did some training before they before they started this movie on how to hold the gun. I saw everybody coming out doing the checks and stuff. I was like, okay. All right, Mark, mm -hmm. I see you on this one. Um, I do. I, I like Mark on a lot of his movies. Um, he's a funny guy. He plays normally the same type of character. This, this one, it was kind of hard for me to follow him on this one because I, I guess I just couldn't. Like, when he was trying to be kind of play like, um, what, um, what's the guy that plays? Uh, Batman. Um, uh, got to play Batman. Yeah, ben we know who that is. Ben Affleck. No. Okay, oh, you know, Y'all seen The Accountant, correct? Yeah. 
Yes, he kind of uh-huh. reminded me like he was trying to play that type of character, like kind of odd, like everything moves quickly. But he talks so much, it kind of just <laughs> took me right back how funny he is on his shows, just talking randomly about stuff. So I was like, I could like, are you smart or I can't really follow you, Mark? Like, I want to get back into like the Transformers and you know all the other funny movies I see you in, you know, so and Ted and everything. So that kind of get kept me like I can't really see him as the type of person. Right, you you couldn't so, take him seriously. Yeah, I can't really take him seriously. I mean, I, I'm glad he gave it an effort. He gave some good effort on it. So it didn't, it wasn't a bummer in the movie, but it just, it was just a little bit hard to, you know, tell. But I did like him in the movie because I, I enjoy him in most of his movies. So that, that was, that did help me stay, give a little bit more attention to the movie. Um, something else that I liked about it. The fight scenes, the actual hand-to-hand fight scenes, like the one in the uh, hospital portion, that, that was nice. Uh, it was climb up the wall on the feet. And I was like, oh, oh. It's like, that was, I was like, yeah, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. And then the rest of the movie played. And I was like, yeah, I'll go that into that one nice. later. But, um, you know, I liked it was short, even though I, I didn't understand why it was short. But at least it got to the point And, you know, it kept, it checked all the boxes that it was trying to check. You know, mm. these safe house type of movies. Um. I, it, it seemed like it was trying to be like Safe House, Sicario, Accountant. It's like a few different movies all together. They tried to like put in this one, and, it, mm-hmm. and we'll find out if it worked or not on the next segment. But um, <laughs> I think that's uh, that's about all I can really say that I really enjoyed about the movie. Um, I guess uh, we'll we'll what what about you, Rashad? I just have one thing I want to say real quick. What is up with your right eye? Every show. <laughs> no, Charlie. <laughs> Every show, you're right here. Right here. When, I was do, when I was doing the Mission Impossible thing, I meant, I meant to... <laughs> Every show. You're right here for like three minutes. <laughs> I got to pay attention to that too. I see. Yeah, I didn't pay attention to that myself. I do things. So you say I'm over here, right? Hello, guys. Hello. <laughs> oh man, um, there's a couple of things I liked about this movie. Um, some of the images were really nice. Um, like the Im- the wide shot of the jeep blowing up. I thought that was really cool because they closed in on the jeep and then it was a far away shot. I'm like, oh, the jeep's about to blow up, and sure enough, boom. And it was cool because it was a small explosion compared to the city itself, but it just it looked really cool. That was a great image. Um, the image of the guy holding the gun behind the BMW. Remember, he was uh, like he was getting shot all the time, and he was trying his best to continue to stay up. And they kept focusing on his feet, and I guess the blood and the grease and whatever else was down there. And he was sliding, trying to stay up, and them just keeping focused on him trying to stay up and do his job. I thought that was such a it was such a poignant uh, scene to see because you could really feel what he was going through, sacrificing his life and trying to um, to save the other people. Um, and there was another scene where one of the guys I don't know who it was I guess it was the Asian dude I, don't, I can't remember his name was Nee Moore Nee Lee Noor I think was his name in the in the movie. Um, there was a scene where he puts his foot on a dude's neck <laughs> and then shoots him in the face. <laughs> like yeah, that was. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other things I like glass. I, glass played a, a really interesting role in this movie. Like, um, God, one of the worst deaths I've seen. Like, I've seen some great deaths this this year, 
in this one. Did you see the one? I think it was Lee Noor again, where he pulled the dude's neck down on the car door with the broken oh, yeah. glass. And then yeah, he scraped his neck yeah, back was, and forth. Yeah. Like, ah! <laughs> gangster. That was gangster. Yeah. That was gangster. And then um, and somebody else got stabbed with glass. I can't remember which one that was. And then when old girl, <laughs> when she sat dude up because she was in there crying like, no. No, and then she broke the glass like she was going to try to escape. And the the camera did a really good job of not showing that, she, showing you that she grabbed some glass and then she stabbed him in like the neck, face. I'm not sure what it was. Like that was really cool. So it's a lot of things with glass that were that really happened. But ended the fight for me. I would I would have been open. Just that one stab to the face. I've been like, okay, yeah. you're right. I'm done. Right, exactly. And, and then I think he st she stabbed him in the hand too. You know, so yeah. Oh, she she didn't kick him in the nuts. I mean, he should she should have kicked him in the nuts, and then that definitely yeah. would have been it. But yeah, to the glass to the neck. Yeah, okay, all right. You serious? <laughs> all right. So uh, let's go ahead and get on to the next one. Uh, how did this movie fail? Uh, Danny, is this line secure? Uh, this line is not secure because the movie did not make any sense at all. Um, <laughs> the what? First That's of all, all I needed to hear. That's all I needed to hear too. I was like, first of all, <laughs> okay, I understand that you know the lady. It was the lady's the the kid's mom. Okay, cool, whatever. But if the back if the bad guys wanted the guy to win, like if they were trying to get this Trojan horse thing into, you know, into so I I didn't understand. I'll say I, it, it didn't make any sense, but maybe it's because I didn't understand. So they were trying to decrypt this this uh, thing that he that he'd given to them the whole time right. they needed this passcode, right? He wasn't going to give them the passcode until he got on the plane. So why were the bad guys trying so hard to prevent him from getting on the plane? They needed him to get on the plane. Why are they being? Why are they trying so hard? Because they were actually trying. It seemed like they were really trying to stop him. You know, unless this is a separate bad guy team from the right. team. It's, it's three different groups. He's a triple agent. So you got the Indonesians that are trying to stop him. And then, of course, the Americans. And then you have the Russians that are put, pitting the two against each other. That's what happened. Okay. So I didn't understand that. So that wasn't clear. I mean, it may have been clear, but I didn't understand it. So, okay, there were three groups. So he was a triple agent, not a, not a double triple, like an actual triple agent. Okay. I right. got it. That makes more sense to me. But still, at the same time, <laughs> if we if we gotta explain it this hard, and we didn't all see the movie, it's like y'all did not do a good job with this writing this movie. Like, okay. This is not good. everybody. Nobody knows what your movie's about. <laughs> okay, so the, the I'll go back to it. The editing, I understand why it was so fast paced, but that shot that Rashad was just talking about, that wide shot. Of them pulling back to what to see the car exploding. That was the longest continuous shot of the movie, I believe. That <laughs> wow. shot was about five or six seconds, and it was the mm -hmm. longest shot that I can recall in the movie. Every other thing was just two seconds. Shoot, shoot back, shoot forward, shoot back. One person, one one line, one line, uh, one scene, next scene. It was just, it was just too much. It really was just too much. Um, mm -hmm. I think, I think. Um, I would have enjoyed the movie more if it was like a Netflix movie, if I, you know, uh, was supposed to see it in the comfort of my own home. But, um, you know, it it just wasn't it just wasn't um, it wasn't the accountant like it wasn't smart like the accountant was. It wasn't mm 
um, cerebral like Sicario was, like like Charlie was saying, it was trying to be a bunch of different movies, and it didn't do any of those things great. Right. Um, <laughs> it, I think it really benefits from it being short. But then again, at the end, um, what happened to the lady? I didn't see if the plane crashed or if she got kidnapped or if, or what. Know. What happened? To, what happened to to the lady? He asked him at the end. Do you want to talk about what happened on the plane? And he said, no, I don't. But yeah, you do. I want to know. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> the literal only question I have, and I want to know what happened on the plane. Uh, so tell us. I'm assuming they're trying to set up for, an for another movie because he, you know, put the guy's picture up there and he said, uh -huh. I'll see you tomorrow. Or I'll see you Mile, mile 23 ain't going to happen. <laughs> no. Well, it, it will definitely, if it does happen, definitely going to be on Netflix. Right. Yeah. They, they can sign that just because Mark Wahlberg will be on it, but other than that, yeah, it's Mark Wahlberg, so he could probably finance his own film, but yeah. um, <laughs> he can. This might he be his own um production, doesn't he? He, he directs his own movies, right? He's I think he does. His own have, movies, films, yeah, he, he has his own production company. Um, okay. but yeah. um. It might have been in the in the in the contract for two movies since they you know intentionally made it like that. Um, so I think this movie really benefited from from it being short and sweet. And um, this is something that you can probably watch on Netflix, like if you just got an afternoon of cleaning up or you're folding clothes, just throw it on Netflix. <laughs> oh, I'll, get, I'll get to that so in the next. In the next I think I went over my four minutes. So what about you, Chuck? Real, real quick, Danny, just real quick. While you were talking about trying to figure out what happened to the girl, as I'm watching my my black market version, and I see like I have like a minute and a half for everything to resolve. I'm like, okay, maybe is this is my version just too short? Like, <laughs> right. It can't be like it can't end like this. I got a minute and a half for everything to resolve, and then he pulls out the puzzle piece, and I'm like, I guess that's it. <laughs> so yeah, I was wondering what happened to the girl too. All right, go ahead, Chuck. So yeah, this movie it it like like Tori said, it doesn't make sense. Like it just kind of like takes you on a little like it has good points on the ride, but then it's so short it doesn't really give you any time to kind of build up anything in the movie to get you kind of, I guess, uh, you know, feeling that you're there. It's like it jumps from so many portions of the movie so quickly, and it's like constantly chopped editing. I don't like the editing at all. It just seemed like it was scene from scene to scene to scene to scene, like so quick. And like I'm like, what is happening right now? Like, where are we at? Are we right. are we are we still on the same mission? This is a new mission. I'm like, like we have a lot of these spy CIA back double triple cross movies that come out that we can reference. You no, know, we have like I said, Sicaria. I don't like that one either. Uh, safe house. Nice. Really love Safe House. That has kind of a little feel feel like with. You know, people that were turning on each other, but then you could follow the movie on Safe House, so, mm -hmm. so you can understand what was actually happening. This one, mm -hmm. they, I guess they didn't have any. The secondary characters that were with Mark didn't really give you enough. Like the the Asian the guy, he didn't really talk very much in the movie. Mm -hmm. That I mean, like he didn't really give you anything. He was such a mystery, and then it's over. So I'm like, right. what the heck is what's okay? I thought is he bad? Is he good? What's going on? I was like, the movie's mm. already about to end. It's like, okay, that was a little pointless. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it was like everything that Mission Impossible was. Um, it's the opposite of that. So, oh so man, 
compared to Mission Impossible. <laughs> Mission Impossible is so good. Like, so if you really like Mission Impossible, you're gonna really hate this movie because it's like the opposite of quality. <laughs> yes, yes, Lord. That's tough. And, the and the, I hated their fight scenes. They just did a little fuzzy. No, not just like so you can't see nothing happen. I'm gonna just make all these cuts. So what's the uh, Iron Fist type of look? It's like and then we just do all these random cuts everywhere, so you don't really know uh, what's going on. And then the guy's dead, and like, what happened? Right. To the guy? Did which somebody, guy was somebody that, actually right? throw a punch? It's like right. you know, it's like little little cuts here. You see some glass, and then you see somebody dying. It's like, but nobody's actually really able to fight. Um, besides the Asian guy, what's his name? I feel I feel kind of bad calling the Asian guy. His name in the movie was uh, Lee Noor. His real name is Ico uh, Ico Oasis. Uwais? I don't know. It's an interesting name. Asian guy. I need you like a Jackie Chan, Jet Li type thing. You know, something really easy. You know, it's Americans don't like to read. But, racist. Uh, I am. I see. <laughs> the only one that's racist because that was racist. <laughs> right. We need, we need another we black classman for Right, we did a different version of Black Klansman. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! But um, yeah, I, I don't want to go into it. Was such a short movie. I I guess Ronda Rousey's part. I was hoping she would kind of. I haven't really liked her in very many movies she's been in, so mm. I was thinking she would do like a little more like with the fighting, and but I mean like she she didn't really they didn't really involve her character anymore. Than what she normally does in most movies, like she comes in there and fights a little bit, and then she usually dies or is defeated somehow. So that's kind of she kind of stayed the same premise of what she is in all the rest of the movies. Don't really give her that much talk. I mean, lines to actually speak and actually act. But uh, mm-hmm. I guess we don't really watch her to act. We watch her to fight. So you know, I guess she did okay with that. So I mean, I don't know. I just I just was not satisfied. I guess I didn't go in with low expectations. I need to start doing that with all the last three two movies we reviewed. I need to just have low expectations. Don't think these movies are gonna be as good as these movies that are similar to it. Like uh, the Meg. Yeah, don't don't look at Shallow and don't look at uh, Forty Seven Meters. Don't don't even think about that. Don't even look at Jaws. <laughs> no, this one. Don't look at Safe House. Don't look at Accountant. Don't look at Mission Impossible. This is his own thing and it's his own piece of garbage. But uh, good job, Mark. Hopefully you'll do better on the next one. Go ahead, Rashad. <laughs> I I forgot to say on the last one. Uh, I disagree with you guys as far as the story itself. I actually really really like the story. Um, once you get all the way through it, I thought it was really well done. You know, so again, this is a spoiler review, but the fact that the whole movie was set up because Mark Wahlberg killed the guy that jumped out of the window at the beginning, and the whole thing was set up because the Russian lady was getting revenge for that. That whole thing—it's like wow. And some of the things, like the whole uh, the cafe scene, you know, where he. Uh, he grabbed the grenade. Oh, no, sorry. He grabbed the girl before the grenade went off and the other girls came in, all that. Like, there was a lot of really good elements to this, to the story and to the yep. action scenes in general. However, the was editing, that's my only dislike about this. Huh? Wait, Go ahead. Didn't get revenge because Mark Wahlberg was the one who killed her son. He was the only one who lived. Right, he's the only one that got away. <laughs> <laughs> so all of it was for nothing. <laughs> 
Yeah, and I like the fact that all, all of them died at the end. Like they went actually into the base and shot all of them. Like that was cool. And of course, I like the fact that the black dude got the chance to hit the button. He's like, "Can I please? Can I please yeah. kill him?" <laughs> but from the my, I only have one dislike, and that was the editing. And the editing destroyed this movie. It destroyed it. The director and the editor should be ashamed of themselves because they took what could have been a great movie with a really good story and destroyed it. They destroyed the fight scenes. I mean, it's like they put in all this time into all this choreography to make these things good and you watch it and you don't have a clue what's going on. And I, know, I just believe for a fact that none of the actors would have signed on to this movie if they believed that it would have come out like it did. Like, I feel like after watching it's like man i really did some hard work i did some good work in it man we did it man and ronda ross is like yeah i blew myself up man i was passionate you know dude i'm sliding man i'm sliding here i'm trying not to die you know they they felt like they did all this work and then they probably watched the movie in the premiere and it's like what type of garbage was that <laughs> mark Wahlberg in particular had to be frustrated because it's the time there's been a couple movies this year proud mary was like this where the actors did a great job but the director killed the movie and but unfortunately, the movie gets tied to the actor. And so with Mark Wahlberg, this is another movie, in my opinion, that's going to hurt his career as opposed to help his career when he actually did a pretty good job, him and the rest of the cast. But the editing for this movie and that quick, you know, look, read this real quick. Oh, look at this. Read that. <laughs> and can't even have a full sentence without changing scenes that destroyed it. So this movie is X for me. Oh, and. He <laughs> hurt myself. Ah! All right. <laughs> so, uh, Danny, should people see this movie? Um, wait till you can wait for this one to come out on 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 Vudu or Netflix or whatever. Uh, the last thing I want to point out is that the movie that Rashad just brought up, Proud Mary, the budget for Proud Mary was fourteen million dollars. The budget for Equalizer Two, which we saw a couple weeks ago, was sixty-two million dollars. The budget for Mission Impossible Fallout, which we just reviewed, was $178 million. The budget for this movie was $35 million. There you go. That's And that's exactly why they couldn't afford a better editor. Because <laughs> that's exactly exactly where I mean, I think it was better than Equalizer 2. I would I would like I would watch this movie again before I watch Equalizer 2. And it was half the budget of that. So. For what they had to work with, I'll say uh, they did a good job. But you know, I don't don't spend your money on it. There's other there's better movies out in the theaters. Um, go just wait for it to come on Netflix and or the HD copy to be on um, on online and watch it there. But that's all for me. Uh, we'll guess, guess we'll see you next week. I never know what we're reviewing until the last minute because I don't pay attention. But uh, <laughs> until next time. Visually, my friends, I'm out. This is the guy that just got us free tickets to the next movie that we're reviewing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember now, Ken. We're doing Ken next week. <laughs> oh, boy. Go ahead. Oh. Yeah, it's definitely no for me. Don't even, don't even think about going to see this movie. Um, I, I think a lot of people already understand not to see this movie now because I think their box office was pretty horrible. 
But uh, yeah, I will wait for this one on HBO, TNT, something like that. This, if it's on, like, hey, you might want to watch it. Definitely do not go pay your money to watch this because you're not going to understand what's going on at the movie. But, you know, I like Mark. I hope, I hope all of his other movies do well. This one, I, like you said, the director or the editor, they definitely killed it. They did a horrible job. But, uh, yep, that's all from me. I'll see you guys next time. See what well, we said, we're viewing Ken. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what that is about. But I can't wait to see it either. anyway. I have no clue what it's, it's about. It's about a black kid with a white brother, pretty much, and a gun. All right. That sounds <laughs> intriguing. <laughs> oh. What about you, Rashad? Oh, man. Uh, simply put, no. This is not even a go decide for yourself. No. This is a great story. It's a terrible film. No. So, that's been our film. I mean, that's been our, our show today, guys. <laughs> Again, make sure you leave your comments. Maybe you thought Mile 22 was a, um, was a great movie. I thought it ran out of gas before it hit the, the 22nd mile. So, it was just stupid. Oh, real quick. Interesting, the yin and yang between uh, those two movies, Equalizer 2 and uh, Mile 22. God, if you get two in your movie, you're just going to have a terrible movie. I mean, because Equalizer 2 was like, there's nothing going on. And in uh, Mile 22, it's like, there's way too much going on. <laughs> like, you got to find a balance. You know what I mean? Right. But anyway, again. Two movies uh, into one movie. They would have made those two movies into one movie. It would have been better. Yeah. If you put the two movies together, then that would have been good. <laughs> but anyway, yes. Uh, make sure to leave us a comment. Tell us uh, what you thought. Maybe you can leave a comment to find out what Danny's talking to his daughter about right now. That would be interesting. Everybody guess what Danny's talking to his daughter about right now. <laughs> you can go to the uh, description and see our playlist for other movies. Uh, superheroes, non-superheroes, Marvel superheroes, DC superheroes. All kinds of stuff. Of course, you got to uh, do what, Charlie? Subscribe to survive. That's right. I would have let Danny do it, but uh, his mic is off. And, of course, this is no, Color Talk Commentary. Doggone it. <laughs> this is Color Commentary, where we give you views from side. Say hello to your mother. And it's got to be Olivia's telling me it's time for me to read her book. So it's time for me to oh, read. Okay. Boy. What you gonna read? I don't know. Goonga. Goonga and the Google Dunk. Goonga and the Boonga Dunk. All right, let's let's see let's see what we get. This time, Goonga ran to mommy, who walked back walked her back to her room. Mommy also pointed to the this this book is too long. I can't like <laughs> 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 two sentences on a page. It's too long. All right, guys. Y'all have a great night, all right? All right See you soon. See you Wednesday. All right. <laughs> and it's gotta be That's the only thing that's soothing my soul. Turn on the TV to